0: We haven't even started and I've got the giggles already. That seems to be the habit lately. It's been par to what we've been doing. (laughs) Okay, welcome to the Spooky Stoner Podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Dina. Thank you for joining us for our Lucky 13 episode. Yep, Lucky 13. That's exciting. Here we talk about wiki and spooky shit that we love to talk about and hopefully you love to listen to. And as the title of our podcast suggests, we do this all while smoking a little devil's lettuce. <laughs> so, buckle up, buttercup, and let's go. What's going on? I, I mean, you've been here for like two hours. I know, right? we actually already sat here and told you all of the things, I think. I feel like there's more, though, but my brain can't think of it right now, because what did we just smoke? Uh, Well, we did two of them. We did Misty, Minty Haze, and Stardog. And then whatever is in your favorite oh that's Miami vibe yeah Miami vibes. so we've been just kind of we've been steadily smoking for like two hours yeah this is I think this is the first time that we've had that long of a pre-sesh such yeah because normally we're like you're yeah. here record yeah normally we get it done but today I had to play Hogwarts Legacy for a little while yeah your your youngins yeah that was important yeah <laughs> um so what do you think about Hogwarts Legacy I think it's Pretty cool. Dude. Your youngins were real mad that I wouldn't listen to the story, so I don't really know much about it yet. I only got like two minutes actually to look around, and then I realized that I actually hate new video games because <laughs> they're really hard for me to walk around. Yeah, I I really struggle you with like basic movement now. Yeah, in video games, like I can do some. I can do Minecraft. I can move in Minecraft, but like my kid wants to play Roblox all the time, and I can't walk. And he's like, Mom, "Let's do obstacle courses." And I'm like, I cannot master the walking, son. Like, no. I can't do it. And he gets so mad. He thinks I don't love him and don't want to spend time with him. And I'm like, I just can't actually move at all. Yeah. Oh, well, practice makes perfect in those I things. try. I do practice. And there are a couple of, like, Roblox games that I can do. Because you can do, like, auto-fly or whatever. Yeah. And I'll <laughs> just turn that on. I'm like, look, we're having a great time. It's great. I'm just yeah. flying around. Yeah. And then I don't really have to do anything. So I like, and I tell him I want to play those games. Like, I don't like those games. They're boring. <laughs> well, that's because that's all I can do. <laughs> Automatically fly around. But yeah, I've we've been gaming today. Yeah, I've been gaming. We got venti pumpkin spice lattes. Yum. The two of us. That was great. What else? I've been beaten and abused. Oh, by my cat. By your cat. He's such an asshole. Puro is such an asshole. See, here's the thing. Okay, it hurts my leg. Yes. But also, he left, like, bruises because he's got such big man muscles. And cats are just so strong. And it's so cool. But yeah. also, it's not cool. No. But it is cool. Because like, I'm one of those people who's like, huh, like Steve Irwin. Like, wow, look at the teeth marks that thing left in my arm. Yeah. Now you can tell this about their teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So now he is locked up in the bedroom. Yeah. Until you That's leave. Okay. And I sprayed him with a spray bottle. But yeah, just, he like left bruises. I just, it just, I always forget how strong cats are. Mm-hmm. Like a cat can and will kill something. I forget. Because I think like I can just pick them up and roll them over and scratch their bellies. No. That's what I can do with my cats. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like really no, my cats if they wanted to could probably rip my face off. Well they do. So according yeah. to CSI. Oh yeah. Because like. If I die. Yeah, if they die, they'll totally go for your face. Yeah. That's in good. any Easy tissue, soft tissue. I can talk about actual podcasting things. Yeah, yeah, you can, because that's what I do. I smoke weed and I know things. Yep, yeah. that's fun. I stole that. But yeah, hopefully, uh, the office is starting to come back together. Are yeah. coming together now that you've moved into your new house that I've been to like seven times now. I already. know. How many times have you been to my like what, old house like three times? Probably three or four. Yeah, yeah. But I've been out here since you. Uh, how when did you move here? A week ago. Yeah, a week ago. I think I've been here four times. Yeah, a week and a half. Yeah, because we've recorded here once. And then I came over just to have dinner. <laughs> yeah. And then, so three times. No, this is the third. It doesn't seem right. Like, I think I've been here four times. I feel like it's been four. but I feel like it's been we, four, too. We can only pinpoint three. Yeah. I can only, I only have receipts for three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being audited on this. <laughs> and I only went three times. But yeah, we're working on the echo. We know there's an echo. We're working on it. But we can also play with it. <laughs> that would be fun too yeah um I think everything could be just so little more dramatic for no reason oh yeah hopefully uh oh yeah there's also going to be bookshelves on that wall too so that will also muffle this out you're gonna block the window with bookshelves hold on no 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 like oh right store. there okay yeah, yeah so there'll be a big see, one again more parts where no one you can see what we're actually talking about <laughs> <laughs> there's also going to be a secret room and the dragon's going to go in that corner over there in that cage there's a vault and a secret trap door in the bottom that goes down to the dungeon. I'm just describing the room so that they know what we're talking about. Oh, no. I'm totally getting there. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the dungeon is for my enemies. Yeah. so We don't talk about the dungeon. Nope. Bruno's in there. We don't, don't talk about him either. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> or Fight Club, yeah. which is may or may not be held in the dungeon that we don't talk about. Yeah. Just Every- don't talk about any of it. The dungeon is basically as big as my property. You know what we can talk about? are you so pumped yeah are you so excited right now yeah Yes. tell me some mochi shirt i will so first of all use them or don't i don't give a fuck and they're not required nothing's required i've I've been kind of like lightly letting my kid in on all this stuff Mm -hmm. and he keeps asking me like is this right is that right and i'm like sure yeah whatever dude (laughs) especially a kid Their instincts, I trust them on this stuff. Like, I'm like, uh, yeah, if that's what bubbles mean, then sure. Yeah. Like, if if a wasp crossing your path means that you're going to stub your left toe, and that's what my kid tells me, I believe it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, especially if it ends up happening. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a coincidence or not. It happened. Yeah. I think my kid is right about everything, which he, because he's a child. Bubbles could be air. Bubbles are air. Yeah. Or it could be a water element. Oh. Speaking of. Totally unrelated to what we're talking about. Okay. Kind of related. I did my little cord cutting thing on the last full moon. The next morning I started my period, which is like a flushing out. Oh, okay. And I was like, (laughs) huh. Because I wasn't supposed to start for three more days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it came early and it was very, I felt like the release. Yeah. It was gross, but it was cool too. Because I was like, (gasps) wow. And then I went and filed for divorce. Yeah. It's It's a great sign that you're on the right path. Yeah literally it's been coming yeah. for both of us yeah like left and right I like, hey thank okay. you okay what's up universe thank you universe what is that the actually i called dina one day and i was like i lit this white candle to thank the universe i don't know if it's right but it feels right so i'm just going to take a moment and thank the universe by what like lighting this white candle and that's, that's correct because you said it. that's what you were doing so therefore it's what you're doing <laughs> I feel like it's like in the Christian world, you can just take a moment to say thank you, God. Yeah, and that's good enough. Yeah, this is it. Wait, don't you light candles in a Catholic church? Yep. for Like yep. thank yous, or is it? It's all of- the same thing. Yeah, all of it's the same. We talk about that all day. All well, day. Literally, all of it is the freaking same. And stop worrying about what it's called or anything like that. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about crystals. Right. You can do them. You can use them, or you can not, and nobody gives a shit. You give a shit, I guess. Here's the biggest thing. My biggest little friendly PSA about crystals. Right for where you get them from, some of them are not real. Yeah. Like they'll do like dyed plastic or things like that. And some of them are not ethically sourced either. It could be the product of... It's hard to tell if you're getting things that are ethically sourced. I would say the best 100% thing that you can do for crystals is make sure to clean them when you get them. Yeah. We want all of our stuff to be ethical sourced. Yeah. I think we all agree on that. None of us want blood diamonds. If you are unable mm-hmm. to actually find the source of said crystal, for whatever reason, make sure that you cleanse it really good. Yeah. So that none of that comes into your house, at least. Yeah. Any of that bad ick about how it got here. Yeah. Like, you don't want... Ugh, yuck. Cleansing. Some crystals, you have to cleanse certain ways. Like, you can't... You can put some in water and cleanse them that way. Mm-hmm. You can um except for amethyst right exactly so some of them you can't put in water Don't put selenite in water so if you're charging them like overnight in the window make mm-hmm. sure you get them out oops some of them you research on your own with each crystal yeah uh basically i literally like my bag that had all my crystals in it mm-hmm. when i moved i just like for the full moon i threw it out there oh yeah um, that's fun and i was just but i probably left it out there till noon or it actually might are have they been. like exposed to direct sunlight I mean, no, they're on the back porch. Yeah, no, they're fine. I could just discolor them. Oh. For whatever reason, or, um. So it's not like too terrible. It just might. Oh, yeah, no. I I just and... mean physically those things can harm them. Oh, okay. Not spiritually. They'll be fine. Oh, okay. They'll just not be bright and shiny anymore. Or you might just have to buy a new crystal. Right. Which crystals are like, what, five bucks? Yeah. So it's like whatever. Yeah. Don't stress. You can also, I think probably the best thing you could do is go out and look for crystals. I go in the river a lot. There's a lot of smoky quartz around here. Oh, right, really? I've got lots of smoky quartz, which is great for just absorbing general negative energy. Yeah. We well, yeah, use all that. Yeah. The river, um, you could go out and find some. I wonder if that's why the river is so relaxing, too. Because, like, it's full of quartz. Maybe so. And, well, I think all rivers are relaxing for their own reasons. Yeah. Water source. Yeah. Nice sounds. It is so nice. Uh, oh. My friend actually said, when are you going to be back? I'm going to, let's go to the river. And I might, now that we're talking about it. I was yeah. thinking no. Any who's So, and I actually, while researching this, learned something new about crystals that I had I hadn't, I just, I just hadn't thought about. But like, so you can buy these different shapes. You can buy them shaped into prisms or animals. You can buy stars. Or, like prisms. Pendulum. Yes, thank yes. you. Yes. That word. Right. So you can buy them in different shapes. And I had never given much thought about the shapes because I didn't care, <laughs> I guess. But these actually can have them do things. Oh. So, like, you've got your points, right, which is kind of like a wand, and you can use it to direct energy and focus energy. Got it. Like, if you're working with your chakras and you want to really focus energy to a certain chakra i mm-hmm. think you can put your crystal on that point with a point crystal and there's the egg shaped crystals are good for feminine energy and supporting transformation oh that's interesting see i always thought like it was kind of well the a worry stone yeah is that shape and so i would think it would be like for anxiety or whatever. right and they do have the the rubbing yeah i know what you mean I'm doing the motion with my. Hand. <laughs> yeah, the thing it has like a little dent in it, so like you can rub your thumb against it. Like the OG fidget spinners, man. Yeah, I wanted to get one for like my family court case. Yeah, not the divorce, but like the actual like going back to court about yeah. the kids. Um, and I couldn't find one in my time period that I had, and so I ended up just like I had like a bracelet with amethyst on it. I don't even remember all the stones I had. I had like five different stones on me. Um, but I had one around my wrist that was, like, actually supposed to be a necklace. But I didn't have a bracelet. So I just, like, kept, like, it in my palm of my hand. And I just, like, fidgeted with it during my long Is that the step. one where he was, like, you've got oh, to have a moment here for you? Yeah. He mm-hmm. was, like, yeah, she smokes and she drinks. So she's an unsuitable mom. And yeah. li- And, like, it's all legal here. Like, as long as they don't get, like, wasted, it's yeah. fine. And the judge was, like, and? That's when I was, like, the judge is fine with me doing this. I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like as women, we do not expect a lot to be on our side. Like in court cases. We yeah. just 100% don't expect it. Well, I think it's because the men in our life, I mean, I guess it could be a woman, you know, we're gay. Yeah. But they were like forcing us to make us feel like we're stupid in that like we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Or... They're going to make make our life hell if we don't do exactly what they want us to do. Right. So, So like, actually, you're not allowed to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when the court is like, hey, it's fine. You're like, what? Like, in my restraining order thing, when they were like, yeah, uh, you really can't do that, sir, to him, when they said that to him. And I was like, yeah, damn it. You can't. I knew this. Like, I knew that in my brain. But, like, having the judge say it to him, too, I was like, yeah. And he says so, too. I'm not crazy. Yeah, exactly. We are told that we're crazy bitches. Yeah. We're... I'm a normal person. This is a normal reaction. Yeah. You're yeah. acting crazy. Yeah. He was... yeah. yeah. For sure. That was a little crazy. Anywho, the the stones that I see a lot of the pyramids, Grandma used to buy these all the time, and I never thought about it. I just thought they were cool, because she also was into ancient Egyptians, and I thought she just liked All All the pyramids. things. But So they connect energy from the crown to the root. So the pyramids are really good for, like, as above, so below okay, type stuff. So if you're really, like, trying to call in. And this is helpful. I like these shapes. For me, my thoughts on using them is when you're doing whatever kind of spell work at your altar, you put that one up there with it in that shape to, like, really amplify. So if you've got, like, you know, a smoky quartz pyramid, you want all the negative energy channeled out yeah you know what i mean i love the idea but like i've never seen a pyramid one in our new age stores or anything you know they're all over the place i see them all the time really i must be missing them because i always see like the odd shaped crystals that are always in the bowl oh yeah no they've got them like up okay then they're usually a little more expensive okay well obviously and cut stones yeah 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 they're usually a little bit more I'm just not working the right place. Yeah, they're usually on the shelves, so. though. I went to this place in Fort Walton, Stone Soup. Oh, yeah. It was really great, and they would definitely have a bunch of them there. They had a huge store, and it's new. They used to have a store somewhere else in Fort Walton. Yeah, I know exactly where the old store used yeah, to be. Yeah, but I went to the new one, and it's massive. Plug for them. They're great. Uh, Stone Soup ISC in Fort Walton. But they've got a huge new store, and it was really, really good. My kid got a palm reading. Oh. He was thrilled. And she told him that he was going to have twin boys. Oh, God. At some point. And I told him I will not babysit those twins. <laughs> I'm not babysitting twin boys. I will do it when they're 10. Yeah. Maybe 15. I don't know. Probably unless you right. have your mom tribe living with you and we live in a whole Oh, yeah. Unless compound. you're compound. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of compound. I sold a vehicle off my property the other day. And it was only me and my neighbor lady home. Mm-hmm. And so the two of us were out there because I was like, I don't know this guy. Come stand with me. Be my backup. And then we're like across the yard kind of from each other yelling at each other, talking to each other while he's out there doing this thing. And as he was leaving, I was telling her, I was like, who well, probably thinks we're some sort of lesbian commune out here in the middle of the woods? It works. Yeah. Is right? Believe what you want? Yeah. We don't care. But yeah, there is only one man on the property. <laughs> yeah. Chase them all off. Any, all. Except for the puppies. Yeah. Well, my puppy ball. Yeah. yeah. He ain't got no balls. So, eh. He still acts me. I mean, not me. I'm scary. Say. Scary. Oh, yeah. He will bark at you. Yeah. It's rare, but he will. Okay, so we've also got, like, the geodes and the clusters. I've never, ever seen anyone use these. But this little thing here says that they could be used for cleansing and charging. And all points vibrate together harmoniously. Oh. Huh. Oh. I guess it takes the whole, all the little points in the geode to make a pretty geode. Oh, yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. a geode, the outside is kind of like looks like a rock. And so mm-hmm. all the energy that creates the crystal is inside of it. Yeah. I so want to get a geode with amethyst, but like they're so expensive. Oh my gosh. But I they're, know. they're so huge. So I love it. I love it. And of course, amethyst is my first stone and it's purple. So I, I wear amethyst all the time. This is a ring my grandmother gave me. it has got an aunt because she's super into the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. And I always, people see it all the time and they'll ask me they'll be like, oh, are you super into the Egyptians? And I'm like, no, actually, no. I just, my grandmother bought it for me and so now it's fine. Yeah. It was a gift. Yeah. So I I used to be really into the Egyptians. I, I mean, was, I, I know plenty about the Egyptians, but I don't, I'm not like, not, not a fan. Yeah. I was really into it when the mummy movies came out with uh, Brandon Fraser. Oh yeah, he was hot. I was. He was hot in those movies. Yeah, he was. My other mighty head fallen. I don't know. He's he's coming back. As the whale. He's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he fucking got like a a word for that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's doing great. I just he's, I, as, be high as I'm getting older, and I'm noticing everyone around me getting older, and I'm also like going back into the dating world at some point. I'm mm-hmm. looking around and not seeing the options. I'm a little bit like, what? Yeah. Like, when did male pattern baldness become so bad? Oh, it's bad. Like, I'm not anti-bald by any stretch of the imagination. I just also would like options. Like, apparently bald is the only option now. Which eh. is weird to me. Or you have, like, if they're not bald. Their whole body's hairy. Yeah. It's like there's I I just want to do it with like a regular end of hair. Yeah, I don't get it, Mm. and I don't even necessarily want that. I just want that option to be available to me. Well, maybe in like five years or whatever, when you decide when I'm actually ready to talk to a man in real life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe there'll be more options again. Yeah, hope so. I mean, maybe hair plugs will be take off, and everyone will just look great. Mm. I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's looking bleak. I'll say that right now. I'm not going to dive back into that pool.
1: <laughs> it doesn't
0: look very welcoming. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go over a few like the basic crystals. Okay. So you've got your quartz, which is kind of like the rosemary of crystals. You can just use it for whatever. You mm-hmm. can stand in and do whatever. It's fine. Got it. If you if you get no other crystals at all, and you only get you a piece of quartz, you're good to go. Yeah. That's fine. That's more than enough. Yeah, it's like a rosemary or a white candle, or it's just it's like your your uh, your basic your generic one. Yes, your generic, and then of course you got amethyst, which is good for um, psychic abilities and things like that and protection. Cunning is what it says here. The cunning. Have you ever heard of that? No. So in I think I want to say that it's the cunning. It's like the power of sight or psychic ability. Oh, okay. Got it. So it's another word for a psychic in a certain area. Yeah. And I think it's Appalachian, but it may go back further than that even somewhere else. Um, That's where I've heard it coming from, is Appalachian people call it the cunning. But I don't know. I might be totally wrong, and that's fine. Well, before the Appalachian people were there, it was, yeah, Native Americans. But I don't know if it was like um, the settlers brought cunning or if Native Americans had cunning already. Yeah. The word. I mean, everyone has it. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't know what they called it. Okay, any hizzle. So there's amethyst, which is your birthstone, which is always fun. Yay! Amber is. I see amber used a lot, 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 um, especially for like home spells, like a happy, peaceful home. It's it's for um, wealth and warmth and just coziness. Got amber, it. you know, you think of things having like an amber glow. Yeah. They're nice. They're like sepia toned. So yeah, amber's good for spells where like if your house feel like or even like a house warming, you could do a house warming spell with amber to like really settle in. You can also just cleanse it like you did normally. Yeah. I, I'm also gonna do it again because I just wanna make double sure my house is like eliminated from I my also M&A. I keep amber I have an amber necklace that I keep hung over my back screen there yeah um, just in the kitchen just to keep everything kind of yeah chill calm we're just hanging out it's cozy over here Everyone having a good time we're all having a good time yeah sure or else and then i have a lot of hematite and i feel like people get a lot of hematite um which is really good for like grounding and protection oh yes my my grandfather wears hematite on his wrist at all times just to keep himself like he feels like it keeps him regulated his nervous system. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the way you wear it also has a way. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have it on your right hand, it's protecting you against it. And, like, the left hand, it's... Right, because the right hand is where energy comes in. And the left hand is where energy goes out. Yeah. So, if you wear it on your right hand, you're bringing it in. Mm-hmm. if you wear it on your left hand, you're sending it out. Got it. I think it's really funny that you put your wedding band on yeah. your left hand. I get it's because of the artery. Like, it's a science reason. I yeah. understand that. But I think it's interesting that you like you have to put that energy out to yeah. keep a good marriage. Huh? Yeah, especially since it's normally a diamond. Yeah. Which what does a diamond represent? Is that one of your? I don't know. Let students? me see if I have that on this little cheat sheet here. I don't think I. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh. Initiation, purpose, and clarity. Initiation. Huh. That's creepy. All I think about is cults. So yeah, going to say that. But also marriage. It's a cult. <laughs> it's, it's a, a trap. trap. Let's. Be honest. Actually, let me go see what my book says. Okay. Uh, good for spiritual awareness and the aura helps negativity, cowardice, anger, and childish issues. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe men should wear diamonds. Yeah. <gasps> I were... think we just fixed this. it's Fixed it. Yeah. Men need to be wearing the diamonds. Yeah. Brings protection, purity, creativity, imagination, uh, invention, abundance, change, a new beginning. Good for right, left, brain activity, love, relationships, and starting new projects. I guess marriage is a project. Yep. Um, Brings positive physical and spiritual energy to any situation, clears mental obstacles, and allows you to like yourself. I think men need to be wearing the diamonds. I think both need to wear diamonds. I think, yeah, I think both need to wear diamonds. Oh, my gosh. I, that just blows my mind right there. Because how many centuries have we been giving women diamonds and men not? Yeah, And how many centuries have things been shit? Forever. Oh my gosh. Y'all, we done solved it. This is really exciting. So women wearing diamond rings for their wedding and engagement rings is like kind of a newer... No, it's not. Yes, it is. I mean, it's at least 200 years old. Oh no. Yeah. I I mean, not all women got diamonds in the last 200 years. But I think the giving of a diamond is not that. I have to Google this. Okay. did the ad for diamonds come out? The ad for diamonds and when they were actually. Okay. The iconic tagline, a diamond is forever in 1947. So I was, I was going to be pretty good about that. Um, it helped boost the sales of diamonds, which had fallen during the Great Depression. So maybe it was before a little bit. But around 1950s is when it got rebooted. And women started probably wearing diamond rings again. The surprising truth about why we possess a diamond, I think. But guess what? Yeah. The 50s was when the nuclear family became. Yep. I think. And then the 60s was when everything went to shit. Because they were like, hey, you know what? Not everyone wants to be a nuclear family. Nope. And then the 70s and we're still giving diamonds to women through all this time. Yep. (gasps) I figured it out. I still figured it out. Yep. It's still the truth. Of course. Men need to wear the diamond. Everyone needs to wear a diamond. Yep. It helps with all the things. Yeah. But you know what else helps with money? Hmm. <laughs> Jade. Okay. And emeralds. Because they're green. Yeah. Yeah. Green some, candle. Of, some of these crystals, I tell you what, you don't gotta be a rocket scientist to figure out what they'd be useful for. It's pretty simple. Fool's gold is good for money bowls too. Yep, it is. It's a so gold and green. Yep. Go figure. Yeah, it's 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 really that simple, <laughs> because if you think about it too, money is green after emeralds. Mm-hmm. Emeralds are the creation for money. Yeah. Not the other way around. But that's why you can use green to get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I I know what you're. I'm picking I'm up yeah. what you're dropping down. Malachite's a good one for money. I actually had a piece of malachite on my desk. For like a month leading up to getting my new job. So I can blame that for you leaving me. Yeah, but then you follow me, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. And, and then I me. come to your house every like five minutes. Yeah. It's totally okay. I am just so, it's so great that you moved closer to me. It's really convenient. And you're close to my bank. And I saw that there's a vet down the road from your house. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to set my life up around your house. That's since fine. Since my house is in the middle of nowhere. That's fine. And then I could just stop at your house whenever I need to. That's fine. That's what I'm going to do. And then there's Obsidian. Which is also good for protection. And I have heard of obsidian scrying mirrors, Ooh. which sounds really interesting. I've never seen one, and then also they scare me because I, all that kind of, especially mirror stuff, freaks me out. I think it's because of that movie with the duck people. <laughs> the duck people? The duck people. It's very, very niche. <laughs> okay. But so there's this movie where this girl goes through a mirror, and on the other side are these evil duck people who eat humans for soup. They make them suit. I have no idea what movie is. It's (laughs) terrifying. It's a children's movie. Oh. So mirrors freak me out. I'm not a fan. I'm always concerned about the duck people on the other side. Even if they're not duck people, I'm just concerned about whatever's over there. I don't want to know. Well, any good scary tale has someone in a mirror, too. Right. Bloody Mary. And you know what? It's not my business. (laughs) Nope. With the mirrors. I barely look at myself in the mirror because I'm like, I don't need to know. (laughs) I just don't need to know. Stay over there. Okay. I have very few mirrors in my I life. have so many mirrors. I have so few mirrors. I, it's n- I'm not, a, it's not a thing that I'm interested in in any way. <laughs> 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 and now I've, and you know what? I actually looked up and watched those movies recently and they are very silly. Yeah. And they're not scary. Like the little girl defeats the duck people and they're duck people. Yeah. Like, come on, Dina. But still, nope. I don't, my sister was like, are you going to get a full length mirror for your room now? And I was like, no, I'm not. Why? She was like, you don't want to put one on like the back of your door? And I was like, no, I do not. <laughs> what if the deaf people come through? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have concerns. scared the crap out of her because we bought her a full-length mirror uh-huh. for this house. And it's right next to her door. Yeah. And she walked in and she scared herself because <laughs> yeah. she saw her own reflection. I will do that. I used to scare myself at work all the time, walking by that mirror that I looked at all the time. I Looked at the one in the hallway. Yes, I would scare myself. And I would in the one both of them in both hallways. I would like I would jump scare myself. So no, I don't have a lot of mirrors. <laughs> but anywho, if you want an obsidian scrying crystal, I think they sound really cool. And more power too, yes. But do not fucking bring that shit to my house. Got it. Do not. <laughs> Got it. Only now. Because the deaf people. I gotta figure out what those movies are called. But I also kind of like calling it the deaf people. Because but... it's really more what it is. Okay. I'm, I'm getting through it. The other one that you're going to see everywhere all the time is Roseport. For yep. love. And blah, 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 blah. You know. it, well, I've heard a lot of, like, love spells and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. instead of being like oh, I'm going to have this, so they'll love me. It's more of like self-love instead. Oh, yeah, no. All love spells should be self-love. You do not want to fuck with love spells on other people. Yeah. Because that's, it's not the same. Yeah, no. It's not what you really want. It doesn't work. I mean, look at... You don't actually want him to leave his wife. You want to love yourself enough to not need someone who has a wife. Yeah. That's what you really want. I mean, look at Ron and Lavender Brown. Yeah. I mean, that was so bad. Yeah, it's just not a good plan. I mean, look at Bulmore's parents. Yeah. Look what happened there. Yep. It's just a bad idea. Just work on you, boo. Yeah. Just work on you. Work on you. And things will happen. Yeah. Unless someone comes to you and says, hey, I really want to fall in love with you, but I just can't. Could you please put a spell on me? And no one's going to come up to you and say that. Okay. People will come up to you and say, hey, I really need to make more money at work. Can you help me work a spell? Yeah. That's what they'll come up to you for. No one is going to come up to you and say, hey, could you make me want to fuck you with magic? I mean, marriage. No no, that's, no. <laughs> I'm just saying your crush is not going to come up to you. No. And say, hey, I'm having a hard time falling in love with you. Could you help me out with some magic? Yeah. And if they do, fuck that motherfucker. If someone comes up to you and tells you you're hard to fall in love with, you don't want to. Yeah. Work on you. <laughs> Work on you, boo. That's, that's the moral of that story. Fuck them, people. And then the other one that you're going to see every five seconds is Tiger's Eye because of practical magic. Which is for a... Uh, Balance, grounding, and discernment, and protection is just good to have. Self confidence. Self confidence. Yep. Ogres are like onions; they got layers. Yep. Like tiger's eye. I I love tiger's eye because it is you know self confidence and stuff like that. So look, I wore, for, I think I wore that for the or the family court thing. Mm-hmm. Was I think I had tiger's eye and then uh, black obsidian and amethyst. Yeah. <laughs> amethyst, I think, is also for intuition.
1: Yes. That would go yeah. into
0: like the psychic stuff. Yeah, it's constantly like, uh, my personal is says, I know more things about that than you do. I'm like, you do <laughs> I can never see your mom saying that. But uh, she does. She really tries to tell me that she knows everything, and it's really cute because also she'll say silly things like, the cotton in that shirt came from some poor sheep. And I'm like, mom, cotton's a plant. <laughs> she means wool. Yeah. But she fully said that to me with all confidence one day. We were having some sort of argument about animal rights. She was like, I mean, look at that shirt. That cotton had to come from some poor sheep. And I was like, it really did. Oh my god, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but then she tells me she knows everything. I'm like, no, that's like a Effie in the Hunger Games. You know what I do? It was like, um, if you put enough pressure on coal, it becomes pearls. Yeah, no, that's not. What <laughs> that's I your do. mom right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that I work in plants, I tell her that everything's poisonous. I'll be like, oh, you can't get that because it's poisonous to cats. Oh my gosh. Really, I just know she'll kill it. Does it really matter, though? I mean, just let her kill it. But it's funnier. Make her think that it's poisonous to cats. Her brothers used to do this to her, and now they're gone. So now I have to do it to her. Oh, okay. Because, like, one time her brother told her that the, the smog in San Antonio had gotten so bad that they had to move the Alamo to Selma. And so, like, two years later, she's in a conversation at work, and they're talking about going to a conference in San Antonio. They said, yeah, we're going to take so-and-so to see the Alamo. He hasn't gone before. And she said, well, they moved that to Selma in full confidence. Because her brother had told her that. So it must be true. And of course the pollution would be a good enough reason to move a historical artifact. It's a building. You don't move a building. They melt buildings all the time. No. It's like an old stone fort. I mean, (laughs) yes. Like, no. You can't move that. Oh, my God. She's just so cute. She will believe stuff that you tell her. But then she tries to tell everyone that she's like, knows everything. And I'm like, you just believe that you know everything. I remember when I was in, I don't even remember, elementary school, maybe middle school even, because that's how silly I am. Um, we had to write a, like, report about, like, our favorite place. And so I talked about my grandma's basement because I loved my grandma's basement. And I was like, and so at the end of my book, my report, I said, oh, but it got filled in. And my dad was like, no, you can't fill it in like a bowl. Like, there's things down there. But Like, I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, poured concrete down in it. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought. they poured concrete in it because it floods. Because we're from Florida. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would the fuck would you have a basement? That's kind of fun. But, yeah, they're up in Iowa. Right. So, basements are a thing. Yeah. I oh know yeah, where they live. But yeah, yeah. Not, in our minds, it's like that's stupid. You fill it in with concrete. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my dad laughed at me, and he's like, "No, it's not a pool, Lindsay. You can't just fill it in." <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Why did you fucking tell me that then? Yeah, I just feel like he said you have to fill it in. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> rude. Like your mom's brothers. Yeah. Oh man, they my when she was little, they used to really get her. Like one time, one of them told her that snails were leeches, and she. And so she would not touch a snail for, like, four straight years. And <laughs> <laughs> She mean, was afraid they were going to suck her blood. I mean, they seem like they're from the same family. Yeah, they, I think they are from the same family. But, no, the snails will not suck. <laughs> How do you know Dina? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They tried to convince my cousin that the Garden of Eden was in Texas. But they had finally found it, and it was in Texas. I mean, I would believe that because yeah. no one knows where it actually is. Right, exactly. And she was like. That's what she kept saying. She was going to, like, a Christian school at the time. I want to say she was, like, nine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she was, like, the Bible says they'll never find it. Like, no, they didn't. And my uncle was, like, I'm telling you, it's in Texas. It's in Eden, Texas. And he's, like, showing her pictures. Like, look. (laughs) Eden? Like, I don't think that's true. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so funny, too. Yeah, we found the Garden Eden in Eden, Texas. Like, we Texans knew where the Garden of Eden was. Texans are just better than everyone else. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> it's not our fault. If God was going to put the Garden of Eden anywhere, it would be a Okay. For sure. Because Texas existed then. Yeah. Texas, see, listen. When I say Texas, I mean my Texas. Texas from 20 years ago. This new Texas is a whole different breed of Texas. Yeah. That's not my Texas. That's not the Texas I that I'm repping. Yeah. I'm talking about old Texas. When it was like, I'm going to draw this line in the sand and you can either come shoot some guys with me or you can stay here and die. Okay. And that's how Texans did it. Mm -hmm. And then they had their own country. Yeah. And then they got stupid and joined the union, which was dumb. See, in Texas, you have to take like three years of Texas history. So I know everything about Texas. Okay. (laughs) I think they brainwash you a little. Probably. It's more like a cult. Huh. Interesting. that would explain a lot that, that would, would explain actually i mean i think all public schooling is a little bit culty yeah like i, well, I pledge allegiance to the flag yeah you sent me that to yeah top. i said send you that because i was like um that's that mm-hmm. like my five-year-old should not be saying pledge allegiance to shit <laughs> if he was really free yeah i mean you know you always when you're you know there's... i said it when i was little I mean, yeah. I pledged allegiance to, to that 500 times. If they ever, like, come come at me. Only that. 500? Oh, gosh, no. Probably a million. Because there's 365 No, I think days. I did stop saying it at one point. Oh, well, yeah. Where I was like, I. Right. Yeah, but there's 365 days in a year. And so. I think I did all the way up until sixth grade and then in seventh grade. They stopped. Like, my. When I switched over to the magnet schools, none yeah. of my teachers were doing that. Because yeah. they were liberal as fuck. Yeah. Like. That's a book. Yeah. Like, all of my history teachers in high school were like, and then white people came, and everything was horrible, and they were white. Yeah. White people were horrible. Yeah, it's not not untrue. I mean, God, like, every time my mom goes on a mission trip to, like, um, the Navajo Nation, Mm -hmm. she's just like, it's so horrible. Yeah. And I'm just like, why don't we do anything about it? (laughs) But, you know, it's because, you know, people were horrible. Yeah. And there's only so much you can do as just a random American. I love how they make you feel like you're super important and that your your opinion matters and you really matter as an individual person and you can help create this nation. But really, no, you can't do shit. Yeah. And that is why we smoke and do a podcast. Yeah. It's because we have no control over the world as it burns. But you know what? We got smoky quartz and a dream. Yep. <laughs> we have smoky quartz, a green candle, and a dream. Yep. And that's it. That's it. Okay, so are we ready for my part? I'm ready. Okay, so uh, today I'm going to be talking about Coral Castle. Have you heard about it? No. Okay, so it was built in 1923 in Florida City, Florida, (laughs) which is a little bit south of Miami. Um, It is sometimes called Florida Stonehenge. It was built by Ed Luskaken? Wait, Leedskangen? Leedskeinen, Leedskeinen. I've literally listened to like a million things on this, and I still can't pronounce his name. Anyway, uh, about my notes yesterday, and she thought my notes said Ed Sheridan, so now he's known as Ed Sheridan. Okay, so continue on. So Ed Sheridan was Mm -hmm. uh, Latvian. Latvian. Yeah, I did a whole school project on that one time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I remember nothing. Well, he was a Latvian immigrant. He came to America in 1912, and there is quite a bit of history in Latvia uh, about him, but I'm only able to scratch the surface here a little bit. Um, So if you'd like more information on his history in the other country, you can read Coral Castle, The Mystery of Ed Sheridan, and his American Stonehenge, or listen to the podcast, Astonishing Legends, The Coral Castle, and they actually talk to someone in Livia, um, and he is, like, super excited to talk about Ed. Like, <laughs> it was, like, kind of funny how excited he was about talking about him, and oh. he was like, he's a hero here. I'm like, oh, okay. Of course there is Zena oh. Right next to... Yes, I know what's good for them. Right next to a uh, uh, a thing. A griffin. Yeah. For the Gryffindors. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And a Texan. And a Texan. Yep. And, and a whole a statue. Oh, I was going to say a statue. Me on a horse. horse. Oh. In a Gryffindor robe. Okay. Yep. Behind a backdrop of the Texas state. Yeah. Right. Cowboy <laughs> hat. <way. laughs> yes. If there's not, there will be. Yes. Because this podcast is going to be so popular. Yeah. Anyway. I'm so excited. Come manifest it. <laughs> yep, you manifested it. It's happening now. Oh, that's funny. That's going to be hilarious to see if it actually happens. so random? I would love that. <laughs> we would have to take a picture of it. Yeah. So Go on vacation. I would need an oil painting done of that statue. <laughs> I would get an apartment across the street from that statue so that I could wake up morning and open it. You you know, be like, look at that, that's me. I'm going to get an artist to do that. I would sit every day by that statue and do nothing else with my life. I'm gonna, and just when people were like, that's a nice statue, I'd be like, you know what that is? Me. I'm going to contract <laughs> a painter to do that for you. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, Ed came to America and kind of wandered a little bit. He even at one point went to Canada, then came back. And this whole time he was kind of walking around with dowsing rods. And when asked what he was looking for, he would say he would know when he found it. I feel that. So he was kind of like wandering the United States like Forrest Gump. Like Johnny Appleseed? Like Johnny Appleseed. You know, just checking things out. See if there's any portals to help. That's fair. Yeah, totally. I um, would also want to know. <laughs> trying to find some vortexes? Yeah. You know, it's in the principal lighthouse, obviously. Yeah. So. He never went over there, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But where he did end up going is uh, Florida City, Florida, where he ended up collapsing. a land specular? Yeah, okay. a land specular. Reuben Moser. he found him um, and just to let you know because I did not know. a land specular is someone who purchased land for future sales, hoping the value will increase over time. Um, so anyway, he was so like, a gambler. Yeah, he was kind of like a real estate gambler. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, if not. I mean, it is what it is. You know, people do it all. I mean, you I know. know. That's why it looks like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can blame Ruben. Yeah. Anyway, Ruben b- brought Ed back to his home, and between him, his wife, and his daughter, they helped him get healthy again. And it is thought that the reason why Ed collapsed was because he had tuberculosis. Oh, that would do it. Yeah, that would do it for sure. That would so, get you. Um, after Ed started feeling better, because luckily for him, it wasn't a death sentence. And I didn't write this in my notes, but he said he cured himself by using the UV lights of Florida's sun. Okay keep going okay my, my brain's going way into medical jargon that i don't actually even know oh you're just going to start spewing some words yeah i was like those big tubes that they put tuberculosis people in did those have magnets in them maybe that was the beginning of something when did those tubes come out was it before 1912 like my brain went way off there yeah. for a second i think it was just to help them breathe how by pressuring their lungs to work right but did they use magnets in any way no i think it was just air pressure but maybe the magnets control the air pressure and the only reason why I know anything about tuberculosis is all those fucking tuberculosis hospitals yeah. that are haunted as fuck now. Because everyone died. No. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Ed, apparently. Yeah. yeah, Ed. He, he that knew Florida what, sun. That Florida sun. Um, so after Ed started feeling better, he started wandering around R.L. Moser properties. Which he spent the whole time using his dowsing rods and poking at the ground. And actual locals thought that like he was treasure hunting because they're just like what the fuck is he doing yep. this weirdo <laughs> but when Ed found the piece of property he wanted he went to his friend Reuben, asked for the property and the property wasn't worth much um because no one could farm on it which was the main industry of Florida so like they couldn't like you know plant orange trees or yep. whatever um so Reuben sold it to Ed for a super low price that I don't have no idea what it is but super low probably like $18 in nineteen twelve. I heard from Astonishing Legends it there was two prices that they gave it, but, like, it was $10. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I just cannot. How? How have we gotten here? Government. I, I, it's all so made up. I don't understand why we can't just make things $10 again. It's not real. <laughs> because. But, no. There's, like, if everyone agreed that it was $10. Yeah. It's but, just that everyone won't. Okay. Someone's going to be greedy somewhere along the chain. Yeah, I mean, right. We were just talking about this earlier. Yeah, like I know. fucking COVID. You couldn't even rely on someone to like only get as much toilet paper as they needed. I know. It's I just hate. It's just it makes me so. This is why the aliens don't talk to us. Yeah, probably. Everyone's making us look not cool. Yeah. To <throat> the aliens, and it's really embarrassing me. You're <laughs> like y'all just need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. About. I'm getting really embarrassed. Yeah. For all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So on this property, Ed built a shack and started building structures out of olite a limestone which was coraled from the area on the property olite limestone is a porous type of rock made of layered carbonite which some of these structures weigh more than the rocks of the stone so 30 tons oh my god we're like some of these stones that there's actually more stones that weigh more but that's the number I'm putting out right now is 30 tons. Um, even though Ed was a quiet person who kept to himself, he allowed people to spend time in his rock garden. He called it Ed's Place. And people loved to spend time at Ed's Place having like picnics there. Like Sunday after church, they would go there, hang out. It was just a lovely place to be. However, as people were coming to explore Ed's Place, they started questioning Ed on how, was only 105 pounds and 5 feet tall, could build this place by himself. Because he didn't have any machinery. Like, he had, like, basic tools, like, hand tools to do this. And, I mean, he did have a machinery, I don't know about at this location, because later Mm -hmm. on he does move. But he had, like, kind of a pulley system, Mm -hmm. some. And, like, um, he did have, like, kind of a generator that created energy. But there was, like, no tool marks on any of these rocks hinted at how he did it yeah um also the stones were like super accurate too or super aligned well yeah aligned like stone engines, the famous yeah yeah exactly A perfect joints. you can see through the stones even though he didn't use mortar and so i mean that's pretty awesome yeah. when people asked ed how he built ed's place he would be vague which seemed to be pro quo for him and say, uh, he knew the secrets of the pyramids. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> so the aliens looked to Ed. Maybe. Maybe. That's that's one of the theories. Um, of course, that wasn't a good enough answer for people. So they would try and spy while Ed worked on the place. Um, Ed was super secretive about how he built Ed's place. He never allowed anyone to work with him. And he only worked at night with like a lantern. Somehow, Ed would sense them looking and stop working and just wake them out. He wouldn't be, like, rude about it or anything, but he would just, yeah. (laughs) Dina just looked at a photo of the place. This is so freaking cool. It's so cool. I want to do, like, a road trip to it. Oh, my gosh, we should. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, yeah. Yeah. We can do that one load. Yeah. We'll do it, like, a weekend when we don't have the kids. See him work, ever. So, another question that was asked a lot was, why are you building this? God, I'm getting to this point. To this. Ed would answer vaguely, it's for my sweet sixteen. So when I first heard this, I thought I was like, Huh? Because Ed at this point was forty one years old and he started building Ed's place when he was way past sixteen. Yeah. Because I like when I say I this is for this, it's I'm buying a gift for myself. Yeah. So I thought he was saying, like, I'm doing this for my gift as sweet sixteen. Yeah. I don't know. But men didn't have sweet sixteen and in nineteen twelve. Yeah, so <laughs> so that's where my brain went. I don't know what y'all are thinking. Anyway, Latvia, mm-hmm. where he was engaged to a girl named Angus. Scruff. Huh, that's an unfortunate name. Is so, yeah. So Ed was 26 and Agnes was 16. This was in 1913, so maybe it wasn't as gross of an idea for a 26-year-old to marry a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Anyway, when they were at the altar at the wedding, it was time to say adieu, and Agnes couldn't go through with it. She left him at the altar, and it said that it was at this time that Ed left Latvia uh, and came to America heartbroken and ashamed. Though, I have heard another story that said the reason why Ed le- left Latvia was because he was an anarchist ant- and artist Wait, Anarchist? Yeah. Nice. and art anarchist. Anarchist. Yeah. There we go. I guess I'll see punk.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I could say it, but, like, when we start recording then my brain's like, let's just forget about that word. Actually, my kid was stumbling over a word the other day, and I said it for him and he was like, oh, thanks. And then he said something about, I feel silly when I stumble over words, and I said, no one thinks you're silly when you stumble over words. I said, Lindsay, it happens for Lindsay a lot, and I just, we just go on. It's fine. Yeah. It's not, now it's a weird. I stumble over my feet. Yeah. Like, of course, you're going to stumble over your tongue. It's okay. true. True. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, he was an anarchist. 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 That one's a hard one. Anarchist. Okay, and he had to leave the country because the government was after him. Yep, that's fair. So, it's kind of a create-your-own-story for him. (laughs) He was a rebel living in his country, fear for his life. Or he was a lovesick man running from a girl who broke his heart. heart. He was a rebel. She knew they were going to have to leave because he was a rebel. She broke his heart, and he still had to leave. Yep. It was all compounded. So you get to choose. You get to choose. And he just made cool moves. Yeah. Good for him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So my theory on why he built this is a little gross. Okay. Um, But I think it goes along with the book that Ed wrote in 1936 called A Book in Every Home. And it wasn't really a book. It's more like a booklet. It's very small. Okay. So now buckle up here because this gave me major male chauvinist pig vibes. So buckle up. In the book, I know. I felt triggered already. Oh. Because I like this. I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, this is really cool. I know I don't want to not like him. Oh, you're not going to like him. Okay. Maybe I don't want to go. I know. I I have. I've struggled. He's dead though. So it's not like it goes to him. But still yeah we can clean. okay sorry go on we can cleanse the place yeah. <laughs> okay so in the book uh a book in every home there is a chapter called ed sweet 16 Ooh. in this chapter he says things such as i don't mean a 16 year old girl i mean a brand new one what yeah here's another quote from the book in case a girl's mama thinks that there is a boy somewhere who needs experience, then she herself would pose as an experimental station for that fresh boy to practice on. And so, to save the girl. Nothing can hurt her. She has already gone through all the experience that can be gone through. And so, in her case, it would be all right. So, some kid is about to rape your daughter. Just step in. Yeah, pretty much. Listen. (laughs) <laughs> as a mom, that would be my gut reaction. But no 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 But I don't want some man to tell me to do that. How about he just doesn't get any? No, I feel like the way this book is set up, yeah. as if if your daughter is dating a boy and the boy is making moves on your daughter, you should intercede. So that he still gets his urges taken care of, but your daughter gets saved. Uh no. Yeah. He does just not make that boy. Gross. Right. He can just get the fuck of my house. Yeah. I don't even have a daughter, but I'm mad at her for he yeah. let this boy come in my house anyway. Look, girl, say, yeah. I can train you better than this. Yeah. I, my daughter would never. I don't even have a daughter. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can say that. But, like, the thing is, like. I say, well, my cat's home pregnant. Yeah, so true. Clearly, my daughter <laughs> is a little hoe. <laughs> yeah, you can't even keep your cat in control. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so then the book goes on to talk about degrees of lovemaking, which I'm, like, gross. Ew. So I will spare you from it. If you are intrigued by this book, you can go to archives.com don't buy the book don't support it archives.com has it for free okay we're back from our munchies break Munchy i'm still break. munching a little yeah you're still munching a little bit but it's cool because it's my part so i'm gonna be talking I have no idea what I was writing in that note. <laughs> um, uh, There's multiple theories on how Ed built this, but we'll get back to that in a moment. Because I need to go back to this. In 1939. Oh, that's what I was saying. <laughs> so basically, there's things in the Coral Castle that kind of support this whole... He built this for his like imaginary future sweet sixteen. Yeah. Because there's things in the coral castle that kind of show that. So Ed was a pedophile. Yeah. So we're all understanding. Yeah, I mean, I well, the first part where like he's twenty six, she's sixteen. I was like, well, maybe that's a. Yeah, that's not that crazy, but for it to keep going like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just yeah, the whole fresh girl, brand new one, like no you're gross okay but before i talk about that i must insert this in 1939 after 18 years in florida city ed decides to move ed's place to homestead florida which is a hop skip away north about 10 miles according to some people but i googled it and it was like Mm 4.5 but whichever one he moved it and like you know The reason why he decided to move is said to be because there were pending development plans and he wanted to move to keep his privacy. However, I'm not so sure about this since now Coral Castle is on South Dixie Highway, which is a pretty big highway. Hmm. Like, I looked on it on Google Maps, you know, where you can pin your person down and see the actual view of it. Mm -hmm. And it's like six lanes or something. Wow. Yeah, so it's a big... So another reason people were saying he was moving was that the energy was better in this new location. So the last reason why people said Ed moved was for tourism. People were saying that Ed wasn't getting enough attention in Florida City, so he moved to Homestead in hopes to create more traffic. That sounds more likely. Well, I'm not really believing this one. For one, Ed was a private person, so why would he want more traffic? And then also, he was only charging $0.10 for a tour of Coral Castle. And this is only $2.15 in today's money. So if someone didn't have the money, Ed would just let them have the tour for free. So I'm not kind of buying that theory. Yeah, he moved next to a big interstate or highway. But at the same time, he wasn't really charging that much for people to see it. Like, he could have charged more for these tours if he wanted more money. Rather than moving the whole thing. Yeah. So, I don't know how much of Coral Castle was already built when he moved, but it took him three years to move from one location to the other. Some of the stones were so heavy that a regular trailer couldn't hold them. The tires would pop. Oh, wow. Yeah, because we're talking about, like, you know, 30 tons. Of limestone. Yeah, rocks. Sculptures. Whatever. So, Ed had to use a trailer with solid rubber tires to transfer some of the sculptures this was one of the few times that Ed asked for help for Coral Castle. He asked a man and paid for a man. Uh, he paid for a man. Wouldn't that be nice? He he paid a man to use his trailer and deliver it, you know, from one location to the other. But Ed was like, hey, bring the trailer to Florida City. There's theories. <laughs> so um, once everything had been transferred, he continued to build his castle during this time he built a gate that could be moved with just a finger, which is kind of crazy because this gate weighed nine tons. He also built a two-story building, which he lived in. This structure is made from giant stones, wing, a combined. He also started to build a wall around what he now called Rock Gate. So now it went from Ed's place to Rock Gate. Let me get back to what Ed built at Rock Gate. That makes my point for... The Sweet Sixteen Theory. With this new location, he built a throne room. This throne room had three thrones. The biggest one was his. A smaller, lower one was for his wife. This kind of points to the submissive wife idea that Ed talked about in his book. And then one was called the mother-in-law chair. This is identified as the most uncomfortable one out of the three. (laughs) That's funny. So that she doesn't stay. That, in his book... I was just thinking about this. Wouldn't he, he want her to stay? Wouldn't he have fucked the mother-in-law yeah. to get the fresh girl? Yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm thinking. Also. Wait, maybe because Ed wasn't a fresh boy anymore. Know, didn't, like, why would Ed ever want to get married if he only wants fresh girls? Just don't get married and have a fresh girl every night. That's really gross. In 1912, though, that was totally your prerogative as a man. You uh, could have just done that. I mean. Didn't mean you would have gotten a little bit of side-eye, but you wouldn't have, like, gotten in trouble. I mean, there would be prostitutes, I guess. A right. brothel. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. He could have had him a fresh girl every night if he had the money for it. I mean... And he could have sold his silly sculptures and gotten himself 72 virgins. Yeah. But no. Maybe. he's just wanted to spew hatred instead. Yeah. Like, live your own damn life, dude. But, like, the thing is, like, he didn't really tell many people about this. So, like, I guess... Yeah. When he had people over, he wasn't, like, t- telling this stuff. I think he just kind of, like, journaled it into a book and then, like, released it. He wasn't, like, at dinner. Hey, can I fuck your mom? <laughs> <laughs> he was a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Ed also built multiple beds, some beds being child size and a crib. So my theory is that Ed was building this castle for him and his future suite 16, which he hadn't met. The grossest part of the rock gate is Repentance Corner. This corner has two medieval stockade-like holes carved in the limestone. It is thought that Ed built this for his future family if oh. they misbehaved. There is one for his wife and one for his kid. While they stood in the stockade, Ed could sit on a nearby bench and teach them some manners, which all I can say is thank God Ed never married. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, though, good for the women of the day for, like, can you imagine if this guy, like, you were out on a date with some dude and he took you home and was like, this is repentance corner. Yeah. and he's like, uh uh-huh, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. Thank God, Agnes, you ran away. Yeah, that was good thinking, girl. Yeah, good job. So, after the move from Florida City, Ed continued to work on Rockgate for another 12 years. In November 1951, he put a sign on the door of the front gate saying, Going to the hospital. He took a bus to and was admitted to Jackson Memorial Hospital in Miami on November 9th. 28 days later, Ed passed away. He had a stroke while he was, oh wait, he had a stroke and was malnourished. However, the thing that killed him was kidney disease. Interesting. Interesting, for sure. In his lifetime, Ed worked on Coral Castle for 23 years. He moved 1,110 tons of limestone. Some of it, he moved twice, and uh, he never told his secret. Coral Castle received its name after Ed passed away, and Ed took how he built the castle to his grave. Also, nothing was left behind shining a light on how it was done, uh, which was an issue because in 1986, the 910 gate broke. Huh? This was caused by the truck bearing, which helped rotate the gate rested. Six men a fifty ton crane and a laser beam to remove and reinstall what oh Ed gosh. put up alone. Oh my gosh. The okay. laser beam is the craziest part. Yeah. Like <laughs> Well I'm thinking maybe the laser beam was to help they probably cut it. Level it. Oh no, I think they probably had to cut the bolt. Maybe. To move the door out, get the bolt out. Maybe. I think that's probably what it was. Maybe. And then even though they fixed the gate, it didn't rotate as easily as before and then it later broke again and uh, 2005. No, That's why the aliens won't talk to us. So yeah, it's kind of weird that like modern technology can't even fix that gate, but Ed was able to do it himself. But I hear that they have had similar issues with things at the Pyramids and at Stonehenge, where like modern things that they've tried to use to help preserve and fix it doesn't work. Yeah, that's why it's... I I think think that's really interesting. Yeah, and that's why... Stuff has not actually necessarily gotten better. Yeah, true it's just gotten differenter differenter yeah so how ed built coral castle is up for debate so let's go through them uh the first uh, what i think yeah first theory is harmonic sound wave there was an eyewitness of some teenagers who were able to sneak up on ed while he was building one night they said that he was humming and the rocks were floating like helium balloons. this can be proven by Tibet, Tibetan, yes, Tibetan monks who had been seen levitating large rocks during drumming and singing at a specific pitch. Uh, this is also supported by one of the tour guides of Coral Castle that believes that Ed used the corner known as Repentance. Corner yeah. As a way to figure out what tone he had to do to levitate these stones, so that's one theory. Second theory is <coughs> magnet. Uh, this is how Ed said he was able to move the rocks. He wrote a book called "Making Magnetic Current with Batteries from Metal by Acid." Okay. Um, in this book, Ed believed that there was an ent- that the entire universe was made up of magnets. He deducted that if he could harness the flow of these magnets, that flowed in and out of the earth, and through all objects, he could use that force to manipulate matter to his advantage. So according to this theory, you can make heavy rocks light and be able to move them with ease. Um, Also, Coral Castle is located on a ley line, which some theorists believe would support this magnetic current idea. Uh, this ley line is the same ley line connected to the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, and he's into magnets because he said he, he did his telephilosis. With them. Yeah, like that's kind of um, his thesis, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. So that's theory number two. Are we getting to the correct theory now? Not yet. Oh. Okay. Uh, theory <laughs> number three, stone of molds. Um, there's one theorist that says the reason none of Ed's limestone sculptures have tool marks is because he made them out of mold. He would kind of liquefy the limestone, then pour them into a mold and let them dry. I'm not sure how I feel about this theory because people spied on Ed to figure out his secrets, and I feel like how long it takes for a mold to cure, someone would have seen it. Yeah, uh, and how hot do you have to get rock to make it liquid and I... molten? Like in a vault? Like, I mean, I understand that you can. Yeah. There is molten rock, lava. Mm hmm. But what is the temperature requirement for that? He started this in 1920? hmm Something? I don't, uh, but I mean, I guess they didn't have the technology for any of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. None of it makes it. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Doesn't so, matter. Uh, so anyway. He um, might have done molten rocks the aliens might have helped him with any of that. Yeah. <laughs> All of these theories could have been supported by aliens, too. Yeah. Magnets? The aliens helped him figure that out. Yeah. Yeah idea and the alien's like dead but not me okay i'm just mad about it like he's a pervert and i'm cool yeah but i have not been abducted not once yeah that you know of. i don't even have missing like time gaps there's haven't, and i'm really mad. are you are you serious you haven't gotten so high that you miss a period of time that's fair but it's like an hour and i've been sitting there watching tiktok like i know what happened <laughs> i can see where i've been sending you messages the whole time Oh my gosh, it took me like a good hour in my own hammock to try and like go through your things. Like that's what I do every night. So are basically just messaging hammock to hammock funny videos. These are funny hammock videos. Yeah. For you. And then you send me the funny hammock videos. Yep. If you would send me some, I wouldn't have so much time to send you some because so I'd be watching ones you send me. Well, I have to catch up with yours hurry before up. I can get to mine. What are you doing? You act like you got like a whole ass life. I do have a whole ass life. I have, yeah. I think, Like, I thought you know, it was so did. funny that, like, Wendy was just like, why haven't you played this video game? Oh, yeah, and I no, was like, funny. I literally had to move a whole house. I didn't realize, though, that you had had it since February. Yeah. I have not played that much. I want to get it really bad. Well, I spent 92 hours on it. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in February, I started doing, like, the DoorDash and the Uber Eats and stuff like that. So, like, that took up a whole lot of time because yeah, I was trying know, to get my... It was really annoying. I yeah. didn't love it. Yeah. But now I don't do it. That's there for me. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Okay, so back to the story. Number four theory on how Ed moved all these rocks is basic leverage. Uh, even though Ed only had a fourth grade learning level for a uh, was the east coast of Oregon, which was experiencing a logging boom, and then also they did mining there too. It is believed that Ed gained some knowledge here, how to lift heavy trees during this time, or mining. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this information, he had people believe he could have lifted the limestone rocks with leverage and pulley systems. So I'm not believing this, since in 1986, it took six men and a crane just to fix a rotating gate. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, if it took six people to do one thing, yeah. I don't think just basic leverage did the whole everything else. So, here's your favorite theory. Yep. Number five. The accurate one. Aliens. Yep. Because, of course, someone must add that to the mix. And, actually, I think it's on ancient aliens. <laughs> See, to me, aliens, saying that aliens help with something is the same as saying that God helps with something. Yeah. Because I think it's all the same thing. Or not. Or, yes. You know what I mean? Whatever your religious preference is, yeah. Well, I think that people could definitely mistake aliens for God. Yes. Well, that's what I said during the podcast about George Washington. Yeah. He might have said, God spoke to me. Like, Shh. they also all could have been high as the fun right? Yeah. There was no FDA telling us, don't eat that mushroom. Yeah. Everyone I mean, was just like, hey, I'm hungry. <laughs> did you hear the woman who killed her family? What? Because she used the wrong mushrooms. Oh, my gosh. That is terrifying. I don't know if she killed the whole family, but, like, a couple of family members died. I believe it. And so, like, now she's going to jail for manslaughter, and I'm just like, that? That sucks. Yeah. Because she even ingested it herself. So, anyway, yeah, FGA. I'm going to need to look at that. Mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. could have been high on mushrooms. and just got a shit ton of adrenaline rush. I mean, people lift cars off their kids all the time. Yeah. He yeah. could have been using meth. Florida sort of man. He is the OG meth head Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> He sounds I mean, like it. I mean, <gasps> I mean, I don't know. No, because meth people don't like to hang out with people. Neither did he. No, he had people come over. to Yeah, he had his people time. come over during the day. But at night, he's out there tweaked out, moving rocks with his bare hands. Yeah. Actually, that does kind of make sense. Yep, it tracks. So, theory number six. <laughs> meth. <Matt>. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, let's get to theory number five. Yeah. Aliens. So, actually, uh, Ancient Aliens, the show, talked mm. about this. I didn't watch it, I didn't have time, but supposedly they talk about this. But it is said that since the aliens imparted the information to build the pyramids to the Egyptians, and that Ed said he had knowledge of the pyramids, that aliens imparted that information to him. The alien theory also holds some water due to the fact that that 910 gate that broke was balanced on a pie-shaped stone which had an unknown origin. And that was according to, I believe, the University of Florida. It was a college. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about a little pop culture. of Toby. So these are pop culture references of Coral Castle. Billy Idol in 1986. Ah, oh, that's the year I was born. <laughs> he had a song called Sweet Sixteen. And it was inspired by the story of Ed in the Coral Castle. I think he just talked about the rocks. I don't think he talked about the book. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. But <laughs> no, he, it was Sweet Sixteen, Billy Idol's version, yeah. not Ed's version. Not Ed's version. I am so freaking mad at the aliens, dude. <laughs> Why Ed, but not me? I would. My freaking property is like made for a stone garden. I want to do one. Yeah. It's so rude of them. Have they the, won't come help me do one. Have the night. Wonder of the World? Yeah. But then it can't be called Florida Stonehenge because there's already one. We'll destroy Ed. Fuck Ed. <laughs> that would be fun. Now they're not going to let us go tour it. The new Florida Stonehenge. It? The revised. The better one. That has nothing to do with pedophiles. Yeah. Okay. So also in the 1958 film, the Wild Woman of Wingo used oh. Coral Castle as the set for the Dragon God Temple. That's cool. Then uh, the lunar scenes of the 1961 film Nude on the Moon hey. was shot at Coral Castle. Hey, hey. Okay. That sounds like a great movie. Yeah. I mean. Because if I get to go to the moon, I want to be nude. Well, you can't. No, but I think you Oh, yeah, I would freeze. Oh, man. I'm Stern's so bummed out. dude. like, can't they figure out the moon for us? These aliens dude. <laughs> stoner dating is like why can't i be nude all the time i'm months? just really mad at the aliens because i feel like they can solve all my problems and they're not and it's rude yeah <laughs> anyway okay so let me wrap this into our last two episodes with flight 401 and value value jet flight 592 oh, yeah because yeah, this was whole series it's all right there yeah The location of Coral Castle is only twenty-two miles away from the Everglades, and according to Ghost of Flight Four Hundred One on Discovery Plus, Steve Chipley and Cindy Koza believe that the reason the plane's crashed was because of Coral Castle. So, Coral Castle being on the same ley line as Bermuda Triangle, that the energy from Coral Castle is holding the spirits there. Steve Chipley used his geoport in the Coral Castle. The geoport was that little thing that sounded like one of those toy microphones that the spirits can talk into. Oh, yeah. And it has, like, the whole echoey thing. Yeah, no. So he took the geoport to the Coral Castle, and the spirits were coming through it nonstop. Like, constantly. And the energy in the place was so heavy that Steve started feeling lightheaded. That Steve is not the psychic. The psychic the psychic was actually Cindy. So the fact that he felt energy there was uh-huh. kind of notable. Yes. Yeah. And not only that, but when people were going through the gate, if they were sensitive to magnet, whatever barriers, zones, areas, whatever, they would start getting headaches. So there's might be definitely something there. I don't want to go. No? I don't want to go there anymore. Okay. I do, but I don't. Yeah. It looks really cool. And if Ed was not a freak, I would go, but I'm really mad at the aliens. I don't think I want to go see their stuff. Yeah. Come build me one on my property, bitch. Yeah. Okay. So now that I said that, uh, I said that this was going to be a five-episode series. However, I think that getting the Coral Castle to fit into the plot of the plane crashes is like putting a square peg into a circle pole. (laughs) Um, And so the next subject was going to be the Bermuda Triangle, which is a whole other rabbit hole on its own and then uh that would bring into another series that i so basically saying that i think i'm going to end this with the everglades series um and move towards northwest florida again because there's so much shit going on up here i don't need to keep on going to the everglades maybe it'll be like my touching stone maybe like you know once a month i'll go back to the everglades or something but um so yeah there's that And with that, thank you for listening to another one of our episodes. We release a new one every Monday. So hit that dispensary or whomever. We're not judging. And meet us back where? Back here. Not back where. Back here. Next week for more spooky and witchy shit. In the meantime, hold on. Check out our Instagram. The Spooky Stoners Podcast. That's stoners with three Z's. Both times that you wrote stoners here, you used two Z's. Oh. You silly goose. It's three Z's. Maybe that's why we have no Instagram I'm gonna followers. I'm going to say that three more times before okay. I stop talking right now. That Stoners is spelled with three Z's, unlike what Lindsay put in her notes here that y'all can't see. If you would like to contact us about your personal truth crime or paranormal story, or if there's a subject you would like us to cover, you can email us at the Spooky Stoners podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is Stoners with three Z's, Lindsay. <laughs> so we will see you next Monday. And in the meantime... And in the meantime, keep smoking, spooky stoners.